It's Friday, May 13th, 2022, and welcome to Episode 3 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. Our top story... Tuesday, June 7th is the date of the California primary election. All registered voters will again be receiving ballots via the U.S. Postal Service, and many of those ballots have already begun to arrive. Once your ballot is completed, you can drop it off at any of the 24-hour drop boxes across Alameda County. The box locations here on the island are City Hall, Bay Farm Island Library, and the College of Alameda. Ballots may be dropped off until 8 p.m. on June 7th. Additionally, ballots may be mailed in, no postage required. Additional assistance is available for those who are disabled, hospitalized, or homebound. In-person early voting opens Saturday, May 28th at Central Baptist Church, 2133 Central Avenue. The following Saturday sees the opening of five additional voting centers. Voting centers are open 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., with hours extended to 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. on June 7th. Voters will find elections at all levels on this year's ballot, from the U.S. Senate to multiple county-level positions. Locally, Alameda residents are asked to vote on Measure B, a funding initiative for the Alameda Unified School District. A yes vote would allow the issuing of up to $298 million in bonds. That money, according to the district, would be used to fund local schools. A yes vote also authorizes a property tax levy of $45 for each $100,000 of assessed value of real property. A no vote opposes this authorization and the property tax. Passage requires a 55% supermajority vote. Residents will vote on city offices in the general election in November. The Alameda Post does not endorse candidates or measures. We strongly recommend that voters visit acvote.org, carefully study the voters' guides, and use other resources to make their decisions. A full list of candidates running in the June primary election is available from acgov.org. For more details on this story, visit alamedapost.com top. Alameda is set to formally hire Dirk Brazil to serve as interim city manager. The former city manager of Davis, California, Mr. Brazil retired from that position in 2017 and has recently served as the interim manager for South Lake Tahoe. The city manager's office has been busy this month. Eric Levitt, the manager since 2019, left at the beginning of May to take the city manager's position in Fullerton. Jerry Bowden, Alameda's assistant city manager, was voted in as interim on the same day that he was also selected by the Pleasanton City Council to be their city manager. That led to a contract being offered to Dirk Brazil. With his experience, Mr. Brazil brings an understanding of the interim role, saying, ultimately, it's making sure that when a new full-time city manager is hired, he or she can hit the ground running. The council is set to formally vote on the hiring on Tuesday, May 17th. Meanwhile, the council had a full slate of four financial proposals at last Tuesday's meeting. Ultimately, one measure passed, while three were defeated. The four proposals brought before the council were a 4% tax rate on cannabis businesses' gross receipts, an increase in the business license tax on medium to large businesses, a $95 million bond for capital expenses and repairs, and increasing the hotel tax by 1 to 2%. The cannabis tax and business license tax both received unanimous no votes, with public commentary noting that dispensaries were a fledgling business already competing with illicit sales, and businesses testifying that an increase in business license taxes was ill-timed in the wake of continuing recovery from pandemic. The bond measure, including polling to explore voter sentiment, failed on a 3-2 vote, with the mayor and vice mayor in favor and the remainder of the council opposed. Alameda's hotel tax, also known as a temporary occupancy tax, currently stands at 10%, which is lower than surrounding cities. 
On a 4-to-1 vote, it was decided to move ahead with exploring an increase in the tax, beginning by reaching out to hotel owners to assess viability, with Trish Herrera-Spencer casting the dissenting vote. Since their founding in the year 2000, San Francisco's We Players has been exploring and expanding the definition of theater. The troupe brings live performance to unexpected spaces, such as their acclaimed 2010 staging of Hamlet on Alcatraz. Opening Friday, May 27th, and running for five weekends, We Players brings a world premiere to Alameda with The Keeper. This one-woman show, conceived and performed by founding artistic director Ava Roy, draws on the real-life stories of over 100 women who served as lighthouse keepers from Maine to California. Performances will be at Alameda Point in the courtyard of Building 16 at the corner of West Essex Drive and Saratoga Street. Follow the signs from City Hall West. Proof of vaccination required. Masks optional. For more details, visit weplayers.org. That's W-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R-S dot O-R-G. The Post's popular historical walking tours resume. In May, we focus on railroads. This Saturday, explore the South Pacific Coast narrow-gauge lines that date back to 1877. Those trains continued operation until 1941. Join Dennis Evanoski as he shares the stories of the South Pacific Coast Line, the first of three tours focusing on the tales of the rails here on Alameda. Dennis brings a personal touch to this series, having worked as a track hand himself for the Chesapeake and Ohio Railroad. Yes, Dennis was what was commonly referred to as a Gandhi dancer. For details on the South Pacific and a preview of what to expect on the tour, visit alamedapost.com. For tickets, head to alamedapost.com tours. Now a look at upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. This Tuesday, May 17th, the Alameda Backyard Growers present an online seminar to guide you in growing rare fruit. Brian Lavin will talk about the work done by the California Rare Fruit Growers and what kinds of fruit you can grow here on Alameda. You can register for the event at eventbrite.com. That's E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E dot com. Search for the Alameda Backyard Growers. Sunday, May 22nd, it's a celebration of all things bicycle with the annual Alameda Bike Festival from 1130 until 230 at the Bay Farm School. This family-friendly event includes a bike rodeo, tune-ups, helmet fittings, and a class on the ins and outs of urban cycling. Details at alamedabikefestival.org. The City of Alameda is looking for your input on the Clement Avenue Tilden Way Improvement Project. The project uses the abandoned railroad right-of-way along the eastern terminus of Clement Avenue and Tilden Way to extend the Cross Alameda Trail between Broadway and the Miller-Sweeney Fruitvale Rail Bridges. You can submit your opinion via an online survey, participate in a virtual community workshop on Wednesday the 18th, or take advantage of an in-person open house at the main library on 1550 Oak Street, Thursday the 19th from 1130 to 130. Details on the city's website, alamedaca.gov. In Alameda news around the web, the City of Alameda has released a new request for proposal for cultural arts and arts programming. This includes grants for the performing arts, literary arts, and more. There is a total of $60,000 available to be distributed across four grants of $5,000 and four grants of $10,000. Details on the city's website, alamedaca.gov. Angelica Cabral of the Mercury News is reporting that Alameda has designated three city-owned homes in Alameda Point for renovation in order to house homeless families and individuals. The measure passed the city council on a 3-2 vote on May 3rd. Two of the houses will be for families, with the third meant for up to six individuals, with a preference given to seniors. The city received these houses from the Navy in 2013 and had been renting them out until recently. The city does not plan to charge rent to the tenants, but rather allow residents to save money 
then find more permanent housing. The project will be paid for with funds from the American Rescue Plan Act. For full details, visit mercurynews.com. Ralph Jennings of the East Bay Times reports on a story that really proves the old adage, age ain't nothing but a number. World War II veteran Wallace Johnson has some stories to tell, from seeing action in Guadalcanal to later being the chief electronics technician on the USS Hornet. Mr. Johnson has seen a lot, and he still has a pretty good view from the cockpit of a Cessna 127. This past April, Wallace celebrated his 97th birthday by piloting three flights around the Oakland airport. An honorary lifetime member of the Alameda Aero Club, Mr. Johnson plans on flying for years to come. Said Mr. Johnson, I'm going to live to 100. I'm going to be Methuselah. To learn more about Wallace Johnson, visit eastbaytimes.com. Something else special in the skies this weekend, a super flower blood moon. A supermoon happens when the full moon is closest to Earth. The May full moon is called the flower moon, and the blood is because we'll be treated to a total lunar eclipse when the moon appears red. If the weather cooperates Sunday night, look to the east between sunset and 10 p.m. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter to sign up for our weekly newsletter. As always, it's free, and we will never sell or give your information to anyone. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find the Postcast where you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler, and I'll be back next Friday for Episode 4 of the Alameda Postcast. Until then, enjoy the Superflower Blood Moon, and have a great week.